In this episode, I'm taking on the question of leveling up. We often talk about proficiency levels and the output that goes along with each level, but today we're going to look at some concrete examples of the language that students produce at each one of these proficiency levels and sublevels. And then I'll share some examples for how we can support students in leveling up their language. So let's jump in. Are you a language teacher looking for some reassurance that what you're doing in the classroom is on the right track? Or maybe you're looking for some ways to teach even more effectively. If you're one or the other or somewhere in between, you've landed in the right place. This is the World Language Classroom Podcast with your host, me, Joshua Cabral. You're about to get tips, tools, and resources so that your students continue to rise in proficiency and communicate with confidence. Let's jump in. Vamos, allons-y. Hello, my friends. Bonjour, mes amis. Hola, mis amigos. Welcome to the World Language Classroom Podcast. I am Joshua Cabral, and thank you so much for joining me here today. Real quickly, before we jump into this idea of leveling up, could you do me a quick favor and just make sure that you are liking or following the podcast on whatever app you might be listening on? That way you'll make sure to get each and every one of these episodes as they come out on Mondays. And I'm in the process right now of doing a bunch of interviews that will be coming out in early 2023. So there's tons of ideas and things you can be doing in the classroom. You'll hear from a number of teachers I have some solo episodes ready to go. So you want to make sure that you are ready to go to start the year off with all these great episodes that I have planned. So make sure that you are liking or following the podcast on whatever app you might be listening to. And it also helps if you share it out with a friend. So if you have some teacher friends, teacher colleagues, besties that you work with at school, you might want to mention it to them that you heard something on the podcast. And I always like to get new listeners into our listening community. So thanks so much for doing that. So now let's take on this idea of leveling up with the proficiency levels. So if you want to do a deep dive into the proficiency levels in terms of why they exist, how you can exactly use them with students, I really get into it way back on episode 12. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. So if you want to give that a listen, that might give you a foundation if you're new to this idea of proficiency levels. But you know, for now, we're going to look at how we can use them to help students level up. But if you want to do a little recap, the episode 12 link will be there for you in the show notes. But just to give a little bit of a foundation here before looking at leveling up, when we talk about these proficiency levels, these are the actful proficiency levels, we have the novice, we have the intermediate, and we have the advanced. Those are the general levels. Then within each one of them, we have novice low, novice mid, novice high, intermediate low, mid, high, advanced low, mid, high. The levels go higher than that, but for the purposes of most of the teachers that I connect with through this podcast, we're not going and really go above the advanced level. So when we look at the novice low, novice mid, novice high, we're talking about students producing single words, then eventually some chunks of language, and then chunking phrases together. 
Then as they move on to the intermediate, now at intermediate low, they're going to be doing discrete sentences. That means single standalone sentences. And then they'll move up through intermediate mid and high. And that's where they're going to start putting together some strings of sentences that are more connected to each other using transition words, maybe starting to look at other verb tenses or time frames with the way that they're speaking, moving towards creating paragraphs and speaking within paragraphs if we're talking about interpersonal speaking. And then once we get up into the advanced level where they're going through low, mid, high as well, we're talking about really well done paragraphs in terms of speaking interpersonally, particularly with writing as well, then through multiple paragraphs and pages of a common theme that they can be working with, whether they're writing or they're speaking on that topic. So that's the general foundation of what these proficiency levels are. So when we are talking about that novice level and we mentioned individual words and phrases, what students are essentially doing at that novice level is they're speaking minimally with formulaic and rote language. And what we mean by that really is that it's mostly memorized language. Then when they move up through that intermediate level where those discrete sentences are starting, those standalone sentences, students are creating with language. They are not relying on chunked memorized phrases putting together. Together, but they're really creating language on their own. And they're also beginning to ask and respond to questions, particularly information questions. And then when they move up into that advanced level where they're speaking more in paragraphs, and I'm speaking mostly about interpersonal here, but we can look at the other modes for writing and listening as well. But up at that advanced level, students are speaking quite effectively in various time frames, So they're not focused on the present of what's going on. And they're able to deal quite well and effectively with language that isn't always anticipated. So that means you can change out topics and they're still going to maintain that advanced level of language. So that's what we're talking about when we say novice level language, intermediate level language, and advanced level language. But all of that is rather theoretical. Yes, we say that it's individual words, it's phrases, discrete sentences, paragraphs. Those are the linguistic terms that we often use when we're talking about these actful proficiency levels. But what I want to do today is to provide some concrete examples of the actual language and topics that students can produce at each one of those levels and sublevels and what they can do to then move up a level or to move up a sublevel. So I will be giving specific examples for each of the levels and sublevels, but it might help you to have a visual for this. So if you go to my blog, wlclassroom.com, and go to slash level up, so wlclassroom.com slash level up, there's actually a PDF I have on my blog that you can download, and it's something you can provide to your students as well or use as your own reference because it's actually going to have all of the details and examples I'm going to talk about right here. So the link for that will also be in the show notes, but wlclassroom.com slash level up, and you can get a copy of the PDF that I'll be referencing here with all of these examples, as well as all of the tips and suggestions for helping students to level up. 
So let's start at the novice level. So we'll start at novice low. So we'll look at novice low, mid, and high. So at the novice level, in terms of what students are actually producing, they are going to speak in lists and memorize phrases. And again, I'm focusing mostly on the interpersonal here. So this is spontaneous language that students are producing. So what will likely happen is they will be able to perform at a higher proficiency level when it comes to the other modes like presentational writing or interpretive listening or interpretive reading. So these again are really focusing mostly on spontaneous language so the interpersonal mode. So at that novice low they are going to speak in lists and memorize phrases. So they can give you a list of their favorite foods. They can give you a list of their favorite colors. They can give you a list of their family members and their names. But they're not going beyond that because these are things they can do with a single word or a list of words because that's what they're producing at the novice low level. When students move up to novice mid, they are still going to speak in lists and memorize phrases, but they're probably going to move up to being able to use about 25 to 50 words. But within that, even if it does involve a couple of memorized phrases, mostly lists, this is not about language creation here. Students are still relying on memorized words or phrases. They're not really creating with it. Now, you can say they are creating if they combine phrases, like they might know I like and then some colors, and they can say I like blue. So you can look at that as creating. But when I'm talking about creating with language, it's actually creating each individual piece. So being able to actually break down the difference between I like and you like, or I don't like. So yes, there's some creation, but we're really looking at its memorized chunks that they're using to create with language here. So there's no real authentic language creation. And at this novice mid-level, students are able to introduce themselves and others. That's a lot of the type of really personal language that students are producing at the novice mid-level. Then when they get to the novice high level, they will begin to use more than just lists of individual words and maybe more than even just some memorized phrases. But that's we're going to start to speak in chunked phrases where they're also most likely going to be limited to memorized phrases, but they'll be able to put them together saying where they live or where other people live or what other people like to do. But again, it's just going to be putting together memorized chunks. So saying I live is a memorized chunk of language. And they can say I live in Montreal, I live in Mexico City, something like that. But they're not able to break down the I live and use the words I and live in other ways because it's a memorized phrase. So you can communicate at this novice level. It's just not going to be using language that the student is creating on their own. And they're also going to begin at this novice high level to ask and answer simple questions. That's really looking at either or, yes, no type questions. They can ask those as well as respond to them. It's not so much moving into sentences that have question words in them. So we're really looking at either or or yes, no. So in terms of helping students, supporting students to level up from novice low to novice mid or from novice mid to novice high, what can we suggest to students? Well, the first thing we can have them do is to begin to combine words and phrases into sentences. So to make sure that they don't just keep single 
words and just a memorized chunk and only use it in that one way, but then to chunk together two or three memorized phrases to begin making sentences. And then we can have them also begin to ask questions. And again, start with either or questions or yes, no questions, but it is a way of getting some information. And then we also want them to just continue learning new words and phrases. A lot of times at the novice level, the most helpful thing is to have a lot of language to work with. And even though it's not a ton of phrases, they can then use the phrases that they have and attach on single words or one or two words. So it's really helpful for students at the novice level to really focus on learning a lot of vocabulary so that they can then use that as they're communicating and beginning to formulate sentences. And then we move on to the intermediate level of proficiency. And again, we'll have intermediate, low, mid, and high. So at the intermediate, low level, this is where students are going to speak in complete sentences. That means that they're doing more than just combining phrases together to say things like, in the summer, I play basketball where they can say in the summer as a phrase and I play basketball as a phrase. Yes, it's a sentence, but it's not a sentence created by students. But what they are able to do when they are truly at that intermediate low level is to create with language and begin saying that I do this and he does this and she doesn't do this but sometimes she does this. So it's moving beyond memorized chunks of language and creating language on their own. And so this will allow for simple conversations about common topics, whereas at the novice level, it's very personal, some personal details, asking maybe some personal details, giving some personal details about family and interests and descriptions, But when we get into the intermediate low level, we can have more conversations on topics about interests around books and reading and sports and activities and travel or what different family members are doing or what you're doing at school or before school or what you're doing on the weekend. So simple conversations about more common topics like that are going to allow students to expand on their language at that intermediate low level. And it's that idea of creating sentences that is going to allow them to move beyond just those personal topics and to begin to look into other topics to have simple conversations about. As we move on to the intermediate mid-level, students are continuing to create with language. And that does not mean, let's keep in mind, that it's always created from scratch. At the intermediate low, intermediate mid-level, even going higher than that, a lot of times we do use some memorized chunks of language and then we create around it. So we do want to make sure that students are not feeling like they always have to create everything from scratch. Because if they have a really good memorized phrase that they can build from, we should use all the language at our disposal when we're communicating. So as students are in this intermediate mid-level, they are going to continue to respond to questions and answer questions, but getting a little more into information questions, where they are learning to formulate questions with question words that are requiring more open-ended answers rather than either or, or this or that, or yes or no. 
They will continue to have some topics related to self as well, but also those more common topics that we talked about at the intermediate low level. We're probably going to start seeing, depending on your language and what sort of time frames are available to students, that at the intermediate mid-level, they are going to really start moving beyond present time frames and talking about things that are yet to happen or things that have already happened. So they may be talking about those same common topics that they're speaking about at the intermediate low level, but they're able to do it in a different time frame as they're going into the intermediate mid. And as they move into intermediate high, we're going to, again, keep helping students to create with language to not just rely on memorized chunks, although, as we said, we can do that and build around it. But students are going to be using language at the intermediate high level to do multi-step tasks. They're going to be able to explain things in multiple steps rather than I just do this, but I do this and then I do this thing after it and I always make sure that I do this before I leave. So they're able to say the multiple steps in the way things that happen. They're using a variety of, say, transition words as well as frequency adverbs to make their language a little more rich. And they're going to be able to handle more complications with language or complications with understanding and hearing things that aren't as anticipated that they'll be able to grapple with and figure out a way to use the language that they know to get a different idea across, which is using a lot of circumlocution, which they should be doing at every level. But once they get into the intermediate, mid, intermediate, high, that's really where they're going to be drawing on that when they're having this unanticipated language that they may not have the language for to respond or to discuss, they'll use those circumlocution skills to talk around it. And they're going to do things such as present opinions, but not just a simple opinion, which would be more intermediate, low, even into mid, but they're going to present those opinions with reasons and support. That's just not a, I like this, I like that, I believe this is correct, or I believe that's not right, or I would agree with this or not. That's fine for those memorized chunks at the novice level and and even going into the intermediate, low, and mid-level. But at intermediate, high, it's not going to just be that opinion. It's going to be backed up. It's going to have reasons behind it, and they're going to be able to support it. And at that intermediate, high level, speaking in those different time frames is going to be much more prevalent. Students will be more comfortable moving outside of a simple present time frame, but more talking about future things or past things that happened. But we also have to keep in mind that though that's happening, there are likely going to still be errors and mistakes in the language. It's not going to be completely accurate at this point because they're still in the process of developing their proficiency. So though at that intermediate high level, students are able to speak about multi-level tasks and to handle complications with language and support their opinions and all that, they are speaking in other time frames, but it's not going to be completely accurate. None of these proficiency levels to this point are going to be completely accurate, particularly not at the intermediate level. You will actually likely find a great deal of accuracy at the novice level. 
And that may sound a little strange to think, so their language starts really accurate and then it becomes not accurate at the intermediate level. But let's remember that at the novice level, students are speaking in memorized chunks of language. So that means that if you're teaching a language that has noun genders, if they have a memorized chunk of language, it's going to include the article for that noun gender. They memorize it as a chunk and it's always going to be right. And so when they move into creating with language at the intermediate level is when they start to break apart those memorized phrases and they might get some of the noun genders wrong. They might get some of the verb forms that are a little inaccurate here and there. And so that's because they're creating with language, but we want to give them the opportunity to do that. So we don't want to keep them at that novice level, even though it can feel good because it's rather accurate. We want to move them towards the intermediate level, but be ready for the fact that creating with language means leaving those memorized chunks behind and that there's going to be some inaccuracy that will likely come up as they're progressing through to the advanced proficiency level. So how can we then support students to level up within the intermediate level? Well, we can start by encouraging them and giving them opportunities through tasks to speak in more complete sentences where they're not relying on memorized chunks of language or a single word answers because that's what keeps them at the novice level. So we want to give them prompts and give them tasks that require complete sentences so that they have those opportunities to be creating with language. And then we want to encourage them and again give them tasks and opportunities and activities to practice maintaining conversations by asking questions, particularly questions to clarify something if they didn't understand, or to ask additional information to keep the conversation going so that it's not just my turn, your turn, which is more the hallmark of the novice level. And just like with the novice level, we want to always encourage students to learn more words and to add them to their repertoire, to add them to these sentences as they're creating on their own. And as I mentioned with circumlocution, this skill is essential at all the proficiency levels, but particularly if you have students at the intermediate, mid, or high, where they are starting to deal with unanticipated language and a lot more spontaneous language use, that skill of circumlocution, using the language that they do have to create language that they don't know the words for is going to be really helpful there. And also giving them opportunities to talk about events in different time frames if your language allows for that. So if there are ways of speaking in the future or past tense or present tense, that you're giving them tasks and activities and opportunities to speak outside of just one time frame. Because if they don't have those tasks with that opportunity, then they're going to stay most likely in one time frame. So we had our novice level, we have our intermediate level. And now we'll just look quickly at the advanced level. And a lot of times, particularly in uh, elementary and secondary programs and middle school programs, particularly in the United States, I will say, we don't really get too far into the advanced level. But if you are a university instructor, or if you are in a two-way bilingual program, or any sort of immersion program, you likely will get students up into the advanced level. And when we look at the advanced low level, we are having students speak in formal and informal conversations, whereas 
through the intermediate level, they might have knowledge of formal and informal language, but they don't necessarily go easily between the two registers of language, whereas at the advanced low level, that they can do that with a lot more ease. And then they're also going to start to narrate more and describe in paragraph form. So that means multiple sentences, connected sentences that go on with more detail. And they will continue to circumlocute much more easily. And their speech may be a little hesitant and irregular at times, but it's not going to impede the listener from understanding what they're saying. And they will narrate quite well in the present, past, and future with less frequent mistakes and errors than are happening at the intermediate high level. Then as we move on to the advanced mid, we will have our students continue to narrate in the different time frames with very few errors. It's mostly going to be more accurate. So as you can see with these proficiency levels, it's mostly moving towards more accuracy once you're really up at this advanced level. And so students at the advanced mid-level will be speaking on concrete topics and familiar topics. They will speak well on concrete topics as well as familiar topics and then start to deal quite well with unanticipated language and topics that they might not be so familiar with. And then the end-all be-all for a lot of our programs before they get into the much, much even higher proficiency levels would be the advanced high. And this is where students are just speaking with ease on a variety of topics, and they may be hesitant with more abstract topics, but for the most part, they're speaking very well and very accurately on personal topics and more concrete topics, and they're able to paraphrase and to circumlocute with ease. So that's really a very high level of language there. And as I said before, I'm mostly looking at interpersonal language. So if you have students that are reading, so the interpretive reading or interpretive listening, they're likely going to have a higher proficiency level. Their interpretive level may be higher than their interpersonal level. And the same thing may happen with their presentational writing or speaking as that's prepared in advance. So again, I'm looking mostly at at the interpersonal here. So how can we help students to level up once they get to this advanced mode? So we can have them work on supporting their opinions. So that means providing activities and prompts that give them that opportunity to not just state an opinion, but to really support it with a lot of evidence. And we also want to try to get them to hesitate less when speaking so that they have more fluidity in how they're speaking, so it's less labored. So that means creating tasks that are somewhat familiar to them in terms of the topic so that they can get more comfortable with speaking. And we want to encourage them and provide activities where they're going to add details to explain and clarify meaning. Whereas at that intermediate level, novice level, it's really just state your opinion on something. But here at the advanced level, we want them to really be backing that up and supporting it with more abstract topics. So we have to provide them with the opportunity to do that. And also to make sure that we are at times moving beyond those familiar topics so that students have to use circumlocution to communicate words that they may not have at their disposal. 
there you have it. Um, the whole idea of these proficiency levels is incredibly useful for us as teachers, but we have to remember that at each of the proficiency levels, novice, intermediate, and advanced, that there are the three sublevels, and that language is going to look a little different at each one of the sublevels, and we can create tasks and prompts and activities for students that encourage them to level up. So be sure to check out the show notes where you'll see the link to get the PDF of these language output examples and suggestions for leveling up that I talked through. They can be helpful for you to use in your planning and your teaching, and you can also share them with students so they can see the language that they are expected to be producing and maybe what the next level would be as their goal setting. So you can visit wlclassroom.com slash level up or go right to the link in the show notes. There are also links to sign up for Talking Points, my weekly email newsletter with tips and resources for language teaching. And there's the link to get in touch with me if you would like to work together, either in person in your school or remotely. I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the World Language Classroom Podcast. Be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at WL Classroom. You can also see over 250 blog posts about language teaching at, you guessed it, wlclassroom.com.